and a brand new season of The Call. It is a Baltimore Ravens podcast where we talk anything and everything Baltimore Ravens football. Thank you all for listening to us on Apple Podcast. For now, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player.fm, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. Well, here we go. The start of training camp is upon us. The call is venturing out for season 11 of the podcast. The Ravens are ready to go. Here we go. Training camp starts in just a few days. The Baltimore Orioles are, are, are rocking the world. This has been a good summer to be one of the birds of Baltimore. Joining me, as always, to talk all about it, my buddy Josh. What's going on, man? How you doing? Season 11, or as we can call it, XI, for Roman numeral sake. It's good to be back with you on the air. Talking Ravens football campus this week. We thought this season would never come. Of all the offseason shenanigans, the wild ride with Lamar, the, pay, the payday, here we are. We're embarking on a new season, man. How's your summer been? Hey, by the way, happy belated. I already know I told oh, you I had your day. You just came from a cave. <laughs> you're Eve coming out from a birthday uh weekend so um yeah i saw all about that on social media it looked like it was a lot of fun so brandon's coming off of a birthday weekend and uh here we are training camp yes yeah, so uh yeah i had a good time i i, uh, I turned 38 last week uh, i went to my girlfriend and i went to the crystal grotto caverns went underground it was 50 degrees in the caverns it's just like an hour and 20 minute drive from baltimore so not bad at all it was really cool to see very interesting never done something like that before so that was an absolute blast but here we go. It's another season here for the Baltimore Ravens. We are about to enter training camp, and we got a couple things to talk about. There's still, you know, everybody, I even said it when they signed Odell Beckham. I feel like this has been the, the, the busiest offseason for the Ravens in a long time, but I brought this up when they signed Odell Beckham, that it's Super Bowl or bust. A lot of people are saying that about the Baltimore Ravens, but I think going into this training camp, there are still a few question marks that the Ravens will have to address. But before we get into those question marks, there are two names that I have heard throughout this entire offseason, and that's David Ajabo and Zay Flowers. Let's talk about David Ajabo first off. I feel like this guy has put in a ton of work. He missed the majority of last season from a torn Achilles. Uh, this guy, though, he's been at the castle. He's been putting in those midnight workouts. He's been he's been grinding. He's been waiting to get on this field. Josh, what do you think you're going to see from David Ajabo this year? What is your expectation for this player? The guy is obviously hungry to get on that field. What do you think we're actually going to see when he gets steps out on that field? Well, I think you're going to see a player who's really hungry and ready to get after it. Um, you know, of all the things you've been hearing, his name in the offseason, I'm really excited about that. And then some because he had a taste of it last year. Being that the Ravens took that chance in the second round to get him, and he fell to pick number 55, if I believe it correctly. And everybody was like, why? You know, he's going to miss half the year, most of the year. He was a first-round talent dropped. 
The Ravens, I thought at the time, got a steal, and I was excited when they drafted him. And, uh, you know, when you put him in this defense alongside Odafiwe and, you know, let him go with the linebackers, you know, with Patrick Queen, Roquan Smith, he is going to thrive. And I feel like his motor, he's got a fresh motor, right? He's going to be a force to be reckoned with, full-out beast mode. I'm ready to see what the kid can go. Again, he's got the exposure, still the same defensive coordinator, knows the scheme, and this is going to be his first full year. Last year, he didn't have camp. Now he's healthy, he's back, he has some playing time. He's ready to get after, and I feel like that's why you're hearing his name come up more often than not, and I cannot wait to see what he can do. I'm excited for that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to see what this guy can do. His, you know, he, he wants number 55. I think he feels like he needs to earn that number as a Baltimore Raven before he switches to it. But the sky is the limit for this guy. Like you said, former first rounder. I'm really excited. He's one of those guys throughout all of training camp. I'm going to be watching to see what he brings to the table. Now, the other guy that everyone's talking about, like I said, is Zay Flowers. First round draft pick this year, a rookie wide receiver heading into this season. Uh, so I can't remember what pundit it was. Somebody was talking to RG3, a former uh, uh, NFL player. You might remember who it is. But um, this guy brought up that Zay Flowers is the best-looking wide receiver for the Ravens right now, heading into training camp, and he said it's not even close, and that includes Odell Beckham. Now, I love hearing that because this wide receiver core has been diminished the last couple years. It hasn't been great, but with uh, Rashad Bateman, with Odell Beckham Jr., and uh, with Zay Flowers, obviously you've got a really good core there. However, I am, as a, I'm excited to hear he's the best out there, we haven't seen Rashad Bateman yet this offseason. He's been he's been recovering. And we saw Odell Beckham in a very limited role during a mandatory minicamp. So while, yes, I am excited for Zay Flowers, I can't wait to see what he can do. I feel like we're going to need to see more from him in training camp before I say he's our number one guy and we're going full steam ahead with him. Like, I'm excited for it, but to say he's the number one wide receiver right now, there hasn't been a lot of competition for that that role right now. No, there hasn't. And what's even intriguing, you brought up, you want to get excited for the group of guys, right? But at the same time, they haven't had that playing time, right? Obviously, Zay Flowers is a rookie. You have Odell coming out, you know, two years removed uh, from his injury. And then you also have Rashad Bateman, who has yet to complete a full season with the Ravens since being drafted. Um, and like you said, he's coming off, you know, some ailments there. He just got activated. He is at camp. He will be at camp one time. Um, and there's some reason for concern, right? You know, you want to be optimistic with this crew and go, all right, Lamar's got some weapons. He's got the guys. Um, you, Yeah, I'm excited, right, bud? But at the same time, I am cautiously optimistic because it's like, look, we don't know. Yeah, we know what Bateman could be really when healthy, right? We've seen what he can do. Chain mover, possession receiver, takes the top off now what the few games that we saw him last year dynamic in those big explosive plays. Um, I'm expecting Beckham to be the possession receiver, the chain mover, the possession guy, the go-to guy to take pressure off there. You know, you look at the skill sets of him. Bateman's got that breakaway, big play speed, but given that he's coming off the injury, how limited he's going to be with that. I expect C. Flowers to be that guy better and even more so than Hollywood Brown was for the Ravens, <clears throat> excuse me, a few years back. And a lot of folks are excited that he is a more polished and a better receiver as a rookie 
heading into camp than Marquise Hollywood Brown was for the Ravens. So there's another aspect I'm excited about. I really want to see how these uh, players gel together. You know, who cares about the drama, right? You know, with you know Bateman, you know, saying some things and in this and that, is he disgruntled? I'm like, look, it, you know, I don't know what's going on with him personally and professionally, right? Neither, none of us do. But the fact that remains is, man, I think that he's going to be at camp. He's going to be ready to go. And to have a veteran like Odell Beckham Jr., who now has a ring with the Rams, uh, you know, he was balling out in that Super Bowl before he got hurt. Um, he's a superstar. You know, you could you could even warrant a future Hall of Famer in that regard, too. Um I mean, it's Odell Beckham Jr., man. You know, he, he he's that name carries swag, and he is swag, and he's going to not only swag but experience. He's going to bring that. He's mature. He's the most mature receiver and the most experienced receiver on the receiving core right now for the Ravens. So he's going to bring that veteran presence, leadership, help these young guys grow, and hopefully, uh, you know, the route running is going to be crisp. You know, hopefully the drop is going to be less, and I can't wait to see what unfolds. You're right. We saw limited caption. Uh, and some of the things in training camp, not only with Odell, but others, right? And we really want to see it fully uh, on display in camp and then in our preseason games coming up. That's going to be intriguing, too, because, you know, I can tell you right now, not to really fast forward through camp and get the preseason and all that, but you're probably not going to see the likes of Bateman and Beckham in preseason. You're probably going to get a taste of the rookies, right? You're probably going to see Zay Flowers out there catching passes from a Tyler Huntley and, and, and others. And you, you just how it has been in recent years. The starters, you're not going to see them, if not even at all. They might even play the whole preseason. As you know, before it was you get that one audition in the first game, you sit out the few games, and then that last game is that rehearsal to kind of get a full series or two under your belt or a half. So, but you know, camp is going to be full throttle for these guys. And I can't wait to see because the offense has changed as we know it, right? Greg Roman's out insert Tom Monkey in offense. And I don't know about you, man, but I'm excited because of what I've been hearing across the board is players and the coaching staff and even the local media. And you can throw some fans in there too, if you want, right? What we've been hearing that from that offense and that scheme, players are excited, coaching staff excited. It's getting energized and it's getting the fan base energized because there's something good to talk about there. Um, we hear the phrases like giving Lamar free reign. We hear the word audibles. You, you know, you hear the words, the players are smiling, they're looser, they're fresher. Lamar showed up to camp five days early. And not only that, but we we know, and it's old news, but it's new news that still, still fresh and new news, even though we've already covered it months ago. But Lamar enters this camp a paid man, no distractions. So that, that's all. And he's a raven for five years. He's got his money. He's secured the bag. That's over and done with. Now it's down to business. Lamar can get to work. There's none of that. The questions around a camp. Hey, are you going to negotiate? It's done, baby. It's done. He is a bottom raven for five years, like it or not. And he's ready to lead. And I can see it. And I can't wait to see what he has. Now, albeit we know the other shoe's got to drop right the injuries. Let's hopefully we get out of camp without any, you know, with any player. But um, rains to be seen. But from what I'm seeing right now, man, full excitement right now heading into training camp this week in Owens Mills. Now, like you said, Lamar got paid. That was a big deal during this offseason. A lot of money being thrown around. But let's talk about a guy who is hoping to get paid. He sat out of mandatory minicamp, J.K. Dobbins. A lot of drama going on with him right now. He's entering a contract year. He sat out of mandatory minicamp, and the running backs around the league are are 
feeling the pressure and they're not having their wallets filled the way that they would like. So heading into training camp, do you expect to see J.K. Dobbins on the field? Do you expect him to be a, a participant in training camp? And uh, do you think that this money and stuff will get worked out before the regular season? I would hope so. Um, I to be honest with you. I don't think so. Um, it's ugly. Um, we know that the running backs are kind of collaborating and rightfully so. Right. But they're, they're a dying breed and they need to be resurrected. Um, not used correctly, not used at all. I mean, you saw the graphic if you didn't see it on social media and it's a fact, the average salary of NFL kicker is more than the average salary and have an NFL running back. They are a dinosaur. Um, and I, and just rewatching bullies for Baltimore, right? I miss those days, man. You remember, give Jamal the ball. What happened to those bruising running backs, man? You give it, and they inflict pain. You control the clock. Me and my dad were talking about this, too, as well as football. You have to run the football to still control the clock and keep the passing in, in, the, in, the, in balance and keep that offense balance and keep the defense off balance. You, you got to run the win. And, yeah, you know, it's kind of like – and you're hearing the grumblings from fans, right? Oh, yeah, this, the selfishness from Lamar leaked to Dobbins, and now he's got it said that he wants his back. Okay, it is what it is. I mean, we get it. It's a business at the end of the day. It's these guys' jobs and professions. They want to get paid, rightfully so, too. In Dobbins's case, I, I don't know if I can advocate for, you know, because, again, you can sit here and ask me, man, what price is he worth or what, what the Ravens do? I, I don't think it's worth much because – Remember, he got hurt in his rookie year. Or no, his rookie year was he got hurt the preseason of the year. sophomore year. Yeah, right? It was the movie year when there was no fans in the stands. He balled out, had all those touchdowns, had great production. Yeah, it was summer of twenty one. He got hurt. And then we finally seen him come back last year. Remember late in the year, then he had his knee rescoped and then he had he had that run against Pittsburgh that he ran out of steam late in that run. You've seen the burst there, but he wasn't back to 100% JK. Now you have this all around, and he's holding out, and he's on the pup list right now, or supposedly holding out is the report. Um, and, and this is the reason why the Ravens went out and have a newest addition right before camp. They went out and snagged Melvin Gordon on a one-year $3 million deal. Everybody, of course, immediately was like, why? And the answer is simply JK Dobbins. I mean, if, if you're going to – and J.K.'s not hurt, right? You don't know what his health is now with his knee, but if you're you're talking about entering camp without your number one running back right now, you got Gus Edwards and that's it. And I literally told my dad, I was like, I for sure don't want Lamar Jackson running the football anymore. Right. I like the addition of Melvin Gordon. Why not? Let's stack the running back stable right now because let's see what happens there. But I fully – I mean, let's hope J.K. reports. Let's hope he's a team player and – Again, it's the ugly side of the business. You never want to hear these guys holding out. You never want to hear these guys grumbling about contract situations and a distraction. But, again, we had to deal with it with Lamar. Uh, but Lamar was president in camp. He didn't hold out. He was just saying, we're going to negotiate until the season starts, and then we're done. And then we finally got it done. So it's going to be interesting to follow this J.K. Dobbins saga. Um, again, the focus is going to be now on Gus Edwards and Melvin Gordon and others. Uh, you know, until the you know, further notice, I mean, you got for Tyler Batty in there too. So the running back room is going to have some focus there, but you hope JK with this new offensive scheme and all that, hopefully that business end can get worked out and there's no, you know, you, you don't want to have that player disgruntled any longer and you want to satisfy it. But if it's terms of money, 
I, I don't think a deal is going to just get struck and just be like, okay, guys, just throw some money at them so we can get them on the field. I don't think the Ravens are in that position right now to do it. And I think it's just going to be a stalemate until until further notice. But let's see what happens with the J.K. Dobbins saga. We'll keep an eye on that one. Now, another position on the offense, we're going to stay on the offensive side of the ball for right now, but the left tackle position is up for grabs. Ben Powers went off to uh, greener pastures. Literally, he got paid a lot of money uh, to leave the Baltimore Ravens. Good for him. We're happy for him, but that does leave a hole in the offensive line. And there are a couple different names out there. The position is open, but there are some rumors going on, especially through uh, rookie minicamp, that the six-rounder, Sala, could potentially be the guy to fill that void it'd be kind of unheard of for a rookie a six rounder to get a starting spot but i think that the ravens are open to anything right now of who could fill that void and you know you got you got big money lamar you got to protect your investment you need your offensive line to be solid to make sure he uh he stays on the field as long as possible yeah that's going to be interesting you know and I'm glad you brought that up because I certainly wanted to talk about the void that Ben Powers is going to uh, leave here. Obviously, we want to keep everybody we can. Can't do that in this business. So sad to see him leave. Um, as we know from our late super fan Mo Gabba, that was the draft pick that Mo read. Um, you know when he selected him. So that was uh, fantastic, and he'll always be linked and remembered in that regard. Um, now he's a Denver Bronco. Um, as far as his replacement, I think, you know what? I think, I mean, yeah, Lalu's name came out earlier in the running. He's a true rookie. Um, but I like to see, because he's versatile. He can be guard and tackle. So I'm going to start to see that that's going to be the one I circle, and that's the position in camp. As you know me, I love getting in the trenches, whether it's offense or defense. That's where the money's made. Like you said, you got to protect Lamar now more so than ever. And you got to, yeah. you know, got to pass, and you got to run block get these guys some lanes, you know, let's help our running back guys. Right. You, you want to talk about being, being disgruntled and being underused and let, let's open some holes for these guys and make it easier. Um, and that, that, that spot is something of focal point for me. And that's what I'm going to be working on. Yeah. It's easy to pick it up. Right. Well, let's watch eight, see how he looks. Let's watch three Odell Beckham, newest Raven. It's going to be flashy. It's easy to get, pick these guys. Right. Because the offense is the machine and the offensive coordinator is new. It's different. It's young. It's, it's you know, the, you got a lot of young talent well, along with Odell Beckham, and you're excited about that, but I'm telling you right now, that position is of utmost importance is Ben Powers' is void, and I can't wait to see how it gets filled. Um, see, it remains to be seen, but we'll see. I can't wait to get back with you when we record here uh, next few shows in this series that goes through the camp in the preseason before we get closer to the season. I can't wait to see what names emerge. And then we start talking like, hey, this guy's looking good. This guy's faltering a little bit. And we can see who's going to rise up and fill that spot to the starting position in the line. Uh, can't wait to see how it shakes out. That's a, that's a job's on the line. I can't wait, man. It's a battle. That's right. And that's definitely a position where, you know, heading into camp, there's usually like one name and it's like, well, it's his job to lose. This one, it really does feel like all the options are on the table. Could it be this uh, six-round rookie? Could it be big country Ben Cleveland? I mean, we don't know. There's a couple other different names. Could it be somebody that's not even at the castle right now that they're just going to pick up because they got cut by another team? 
you know, anything could happen with that position. So that is definitely a good one to keep an eye on. Now let's go to the defensive side of the ball. We've got Roquan Smith, full-time Raven. He signed his contract. He will be wearing number zero on his jersey. I can't wait to zero. see it. Zero. Big, big, big goose egg. Big zero for Roquan Smith. What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? <laughs> that's that's that uh, he's gonna get more than zero sacks i'll say that on this year reminds me it reminds me of uh remember gilbert arenas washington wizards agent zero uh, yeah. right Come nice on, <laughs> uh, now we've got a couple names out there that potentially could come back you know we do have justin houston who is not a part of the team officially he was the guy with the most sacks last year. So there's potential of him coming back once training camp starts or at the end of training camp. He's a veteran, so no worries if he's not in the building yet. Uh, unfortunately, we did lose Calais Campbell. He is now with Atlanta. Uh, so that is a void that will have to be filled. And Marcus Peters is still out there on the market. He is That's visiting. A raider. He's a is raider. Is he officially a Raider? Did that happen? He's a raider. Um, yeah, it broke an hour before the podcast. Um, no. You're busy this evening. But yes, uh, Marcus Peters is a Las Vegas Raider as of this evening. I was grilling so, pizza. I know you saw my picture. Yeah, and I, I told you to ferociously eat and get on the show. Uh, <laughs> but it means that I'm excited to talk about the newest Raven who will fill that void is Rocky Sin, who actually, I believe, if I remember shows correctly, didn't he come from the Raiders? If I believe it or not, he did. I th I'm, not, I'm not positive. Yeah, I, I see that now that I, now that I'm looking on, do I call it Twitter or is it X? Yeah. I don't he know. He was formerly, yeah. So this is pretty interesting. Yeah. He was formerly on Indy 2019 through 21, 22. Uh, was a Las Vegas Raider. Um, he's going to fill the void with the uh, one Marcus Peters' departure, who is now a Raider himself. So we pretty much just swap players in that regard. Um, Rockerson's a younger, uh, younger version of that, you know, um, can't wait to see what he can bring. I mean, he's 27. Um, I love his energy. I love his charisma. I'm excited to see Rocky Sin bowl out for the Ravens in the in the secondary, and that's the name in the secondary I'm circling for the camp this year. Watch out for his name coming out. All right, so yeah, that was a good uh, that's a, a good thing we brought up. I'm glad you caught that because my question was going to be who is going to be taking uh, Marcus Peters' spot, and it seems like you got the answer. You're looking for Rocky Sin to be that guy. <laughs> See, I'm prepared. I come prepared. <laughs> and I come prepared. See, I do that. You see I, I who's would, really working on the show here. I was also doing my research after I made my pizza and while I was enjoying it, I was watching the 2022 Raven highlights that was on the NFL Network last night. So it's called was, we, were, we were balling out. Lamar got hurt and we sucked. So right. there was no highlights. That's how this season goes. It'd be for last years, they come out like six and one, eight and one, and then all right, waiting for it, waiting for it. So let's hope this year's a, a different story here. But um, you know, apart from those battles, you know, we we know the rookies that were brought in, receiving core, offensive line, secondary. Looking at top and down on the roster, there is a lot. I wouldn't say a lot, right? You know, lots of ample, but yeah, there's some names that were departure you already brought up Clay Campbell, Houston, Ben Powers. But apart from that, you can count on one hand that the even Mark Spears, you can count on one hand probably the players that have left the Ravens. If you look at top and down, like I have the roster right here, right? I'm looking top to bottom here, and they're going through these list of names, it's pretty much status quo. Um, 
looking up and down, you see a lot of names that could be, that could make an impact that you already seen last year that, you know, are going to be this year. Um, and there's a lot of, a lot of excitement. I mean, look, you know, what I'm excited about uh, for the defense too, and looking at the roster, how about Tavares Robinson out of Mississippi? That's, that's a name that I want to circle as far as a linebacker, not only that, but how about, how about the player that they drafted out of what is it was Clemson this year? Trenton Sim- Simpson. That's it. Yep. Simpson. Yep. Yep. Thank you for that. Yeah. I knew it was a, yep. There it is. Yep. That's, that's one of the names I'm circling to as a rookie class. It's easy to get pick Zay flowers. I'm all over Simpson circling him on the roster. Watch out for him at camp. I think he's going to explode and have a stellar, stellar breakout season in his rookie year. I'm already expecting it. I have high expectations for this guy. I'm putting it out there right now. Very good. Very good. So uh, what else should we cover here? What are, Any other names you want to talk about here for training camp? Uh, I mean, we're, we've kind of covered both sides of the ball. Is there anybody else that you're really uh, excited to see out there on the on the training camp field? Oh, for sure. Come on, man. Let's talk about it. Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, there you go. How about this one? So, again, we got the stadium practice coming up this weekend. Yep. I want to get my first looks of Odell Beckham Jr. Again, apart from Des Bryant, who, again, I didn't see during the COVID year in a Ravens uniform in person, this one I'm really excited to see because, look, this thought it's no secret. One of the top receiving uh, threats in the league for for the for the last foreseeable years, right? You know, for the, in, in the most recent history and past, and um, the, him to get his ring the way he did and bowling out and got hurt, finally got his. And you know, and and if he didn't read the story, it's out there. Bashadi did some persuasion uh, and some moves there to get Beckham to come here. So you always have to thank the owner for reaching out as well. And he and he got. He got Odell Beckham so hyped up. He's like, all right, I, I, I'm buying what you're selling here, Mr. Bashadi. And he took he took the contract, and the Ravens offered it to him. And I can't wait to see what he looks like up close to personal camp, right? You know, that that's the most intimate you can get with these guys, right, and get up close and personal and get to see them do the drills. And I'm excited to see what he looks like coming off a, a two-year absence. Not only that, but I, I also want to – I'm excited about Todd Munkin, you know, and you know why? Because I want to see it. I want to see the makeup of this offense. Yeah, you might not get it full throttle, and, and I'm going to say might not. You're definitely not going to get the full throttle and the full the full gambit and the exposure of Todd Munkin's offensive schemes, but you're going to see what it looks like, the shell of it and the makeup of it, and that's why I'm excited. I want to see him get animated. He was animated in many camps. He was in player faces. He was being animated with his arms. I can't wait to see his energy and that be contagious throughout the offense. And I can't wait to see how everybody looks refreshed and ready to go. That's what I'm excited to see. It's easy to pick out players and position battles because it's what it is. It's camp. It's jobs on the line. But Todd Munkin was brought in here for a reason. And not only that, I'm excited. But in mentioning Munkin and Odell Beckham the same breath, the last time in recent years that Odell Beckham had a, one of his best years, it was 2019 in a Browns uniform, and Todd Munkin was also his offensive coordinator. So they're reunited. Todd Munkin is going to ch- – he's going to change this offense so much. You can see I'm getting excited about it. That's what I want to see in training camp. I want to see these guys spaced out, utilized correctly, 
and this is why I think this offense is going to thrive, and I'm making a bold statement. They're going to thrive this year, and probably they're going to – I think this team's going to be on a pace like they were in 19, or they're just going to blow people out of the world. You might see Lamar sit in the fourth quarter for a few games because I think Todd Munkin and his philosophy with the talent of Zay Flowers, you know, with the resurgence of Odell Beckham, with Bateman coming back into his own, getting the top off the defenses, Lamar now refreshed and paid, ready to go to camp, healthy – um, the running backs, we got Melvin Gordon, we got Gus Edwards. Let's hope J.K. Dobbins is a part of that. And you, we even mean, talked to podcasts, and we even mentioned the tight ends. Can't forget about our boy Mark Andrews, man. What about what about Isaiah Likely? What about Charlie Kohler? You can't get excited about these guys. I don't know what moves the needle for you, but again, we haven't even talked about the tight ends and the schemes there. So you you look at it holistically. This is what I'm excited about, and I really. Can't wait to see how it unfolds. But again, it all rises and falls with Lamar. Absolutely. What you got? So you're bringing up Mark Andrews. I'm going to be sporting a Mark Andrews jersey this season. Love it. It's black, isn't it? It's black a black jersey. one, and it's a former call uh, guest. So, of course, I had to get that jersey. Oh, that's awesome. Absolutely. Got to write Mark, Mark Andrews. And speaking of, I can't wait to see what shenanigans we get into this year for some guests. You know, we're trying to make things happen. So we'll see what happens down the road. But uh and, we're, and we've been uh, asked to be um, some guests on other podcasts, and we have some treats for you this year. I mean, we're going to collaborate. Camp's here, training camp, preseason. It's all right before us. The, the call's back. Football's back this week. New York Jets were the first ones to do it last week to start camp. All camps get full throttle this week. Hall of Fame games next week. The Ravens play preseason, what, August 12th, I believe, or 11th. So, um, dude, it's all right here, and we have a lot of fun stuff planned for you this year. Uh, and we're going to revamp some things with the call. So stay tuned, as always. Uh, we love to make the call, keeping it what it is, but also not only that, but making it better for everybody and everybody involved in the future. And we're looking forward to some things we have in store for everybody, and I can't wait to get it started with you all. But again, David, I'm trying, buddy, trying. I'd like to get over to, as we call it, in London. <laughs> but uh, I would try, man. Let's hope we can get there. I don't know if you're on board, but hopefully uh, we try to get there. Everyone I have talked to and said, you know, there's a potential that, that there's a ticket available for me. Everyone is telling me, just go. So live once, just go. And I'm like, it's not that easy. <laughs> it's not. But we shall see. We'll like, see. Ray, I, I've been in the same way. Everybody's like, dude, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. I'm like, but we're going to try to make it work. I don't know. Me and you will be talking, see what we can do. I don't know. My buddy, my buddy Chris is chomping at the bit. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see how we can make it work out. Yeah. But so since we, we have started training camp, there's a lot to look forward to. But for this episode, Josh, have we covered everything for this episode of The Call? Before we get out of here, oh. this call will be on location. Stadium practice on Saturday. Me and Brandon will be there. Um, let's link up. And let's uh, do a live on location and a live report from what we see and the excitement. We're going to be, it'll be first taste back in MIT Bank Stadium seeing the players. That'll be our first looks uh, before we go to the castle, respectively, because I'll be there two days later on the 31st. And there's going to be a buzz in town, man. Camp started. The Orioles uh, will be welcoming, I wouldn't say welcoming, but, you know, for lack of better the Yankees come to town. Uh, for a big series and uh, the Orioles are going to be featuring the Sunday night baseball in between all that. So uh, the red hot Orioles first place Orioles right now, as we embark on training camp, 
dude, the summer is blazing hot, man. It's getting hotter with the Ravens now ramping up. And, uh, dude, be more bird towns are buzzing. Can't wait, but it's going to be a great weekend. That's why I wanted to certainly make a note of that. Me and you are going to be live on location. If anybody's going to be out there from the call, me and him are going to be at the standing practice. Uh, please reach out to us. We'd love to link, out, link up with you. Uh, catch up for a bit, uh, as always, as we love to do with you all. So with that, I will say a hearty, quote, the Raven never mo. All right, everybody. Well, if you uh, would like to chat more with uh, with Josh or I, you can. All you have to do is join our Discord, discord.gg slash the call podcast. Join our little community over there. Let's have some tailgate talk. Show us some flock feasts. Just participate whenever you feel like it's some game day chat. Let us know what's going on with you over there on Discord. Now, we do the show for free. You listen, stream, and download for free on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player.fm, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. All we ask in return is for you to please spread the word about the show. Write us an Apple Podcast review, rate us over on Spotify, and then let people know on Facebook and Twitter and Tumblr and Pinterest and Instagram and Reddit and Snapchat and Twitch and TikTok and, and Hive and X. If Twitter's now X, I don't I don't know what's happening anymore. It's all people just going crazy. But if you're social on the web or with your phone, say, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. I listen to the call, and you should too. Just a quick note for everybody as well, just a reminder, Stitcher, if you are a Stitcher user, Stitcher is going away. Sirius XM bought Stitcher, and they are actually eliminating the Stitcher app. They want to put podcasts on Sirius XM and the Sirius XM app. So we will no longer be on Stitcher because at the end of August, Stitcher as a as an app, as a company, whatever, is going away. So make sure you check out us on one of the other podcast apps out there. We're on all of them, but check us out wherever you like the best. Personally, I love Overcast. You know Josh and I both love Overcast. It's our favorite thing. I don't but know where anyway. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> from us somewhere just randomly we just did it and it stuck i love yeah. doing it. hopefully that one won't go away if not we'll have to just keep it anyway cast <laughs> i don't know where it came from it's awesome yeah you, you just love overcast that's what it is you just love it it's, a, it's the best one out there when i woke up rain and thunder rain thunder all that stuff but uh like we said uh go over facebook.com slash the call podcast make sure you like us over on facebook as well uh we are on all the socials and that kind of stuff so uh, i think that's pretty much it for the show this week we will be back next week to talk all things stadium practice so until then josh take us out the way you always do brandon i can't wait man thank you so very much and the call faithful we are back in action Ravens are back in action. I can't wait to get this started. Dude, the, the buzz has been exciting, man. You know, carrying it over from the summer with the Orioles, now bleeding over to the Ravens. It, dude, it just reminds me of uh, a few years ago all over again when the Orioles were in the thick of things and pushing for the playoffs and the Ravens were ramping things up. And, uh, you know, it's going to be amazing come fall when the Ravens are full throttle in the month of October uh, with their season and how that's going to unfold and the Orioles are embarking on a playoff run. So uh, this year could be exciting and special all in the same time. And uh, who knows, if, if we're having a World Series in Baltimore, along with Ravens home games, look out, Baltimore. This is going to be a buzz to remember forever. But um, before we count the chickens for they hatch, uh, 
A lot of work to be done on the Orioles side of things. Ravens are about to embark on their work. Camp is getting started. As I got my fatigues on, my uh, military style, I'm ready to go. It's wartime. It's camp time. And uh, 2023 season is upon us. The excitement is around. I can't wait to get after it. And I know you are, too. The conversation has been great leading up to the season with y'all. Your predictions, the season, the records, the the matchups. We have already broke down the schedule. We'll probably do it one more time here uh, prior to the season. Um, I really can't wait. The, the pundits are already out there putting their spins on Ravens win losses and their expectations for playoff runs and you know what Lamar may or may not do, what the offense may or may not do, what this defense may or may not do as a team. Um, I'm gonna have to get after it, man. It all starts this week. Tomorrow is, or I would say, yeah, no, tomorrow, Wednesday. I apologize. Wednesday is the first day of camp. I'm already getting ahead of myself. And uh, this weekend, first wave, wave of uh, stadium practice begins, and I can't wait till it starts. With that being said, let's embark together on season 11 of the call. 2023 season for the Ravens. That being said, how about it? Baltimore Ravens, let's fly high. This has been a production of Brando Cash Entertainment. Music by Brad Lepore and Daniel Kelly from the DBK Studio. For more information, go to brandocash.com.